people want to be seen, known, heard, and understood. Like human connection is the one thing that everybody craves, loves, that creates a joyful life. Like, you know, the richest people can be the most unhappy people. The poorest people can be the happiest if you have connection. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey ladies, listen up. Before we get started with this episode today, I wanted to let you know the Decide It's Your Turn Mastermind is now open for enrollment. I've been doing this mastermind for over four years now and women are walking away more confident, more in their purpose, more in alignment to do the thing that they are absolutely put on this planet to do. You don't have to have a business, but if you do, I guarantee you'll walk away more confident to make those sales. If you need more confidence to live a life that you're absolutely obsessed with, you will walk away more more in alignment than ever before. This mastermind includes one-on-one coaching with me. This is what sets it apart. My job is to make sure I hold you accountable to living a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. And I know this mastermind is the thing to do it. Connect with me on Instagram at bchristina. Check the show notes, send me an email. Seats are filling up fast. One-on-one coaching is included in this four-month mastermind. I'd love to have you there and I can't wait. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. Today, I'm very excited. One of my friends, girlfriends, client, former mastermind client, current one-on-one client, and host of the podcast, All Things Relatable, Candace Dunaway is joining me today. She is probably one of the most positive, grateful people I know. And we were on a coaching call one day and I said to her, girl, I would love for you to come on and talk about who you are and how you've created this life that you're absolutely obsessed with. And you're so damn positive because so many people struggle with that. You guys, we are going to talk about coaching, masterminds, gratitude, positivity, all the things. I know you are going to enjoy the show so much. And if you ever want to jump on a discovery call with me to talk about coaching or mastermind, you guys, the link is in the show notes. I absolutely love getting on calls every single week with people from all around the world to see if I am the best person to help them live a life that they love, decide to live a life they love. I know today you are going to love this episode with Candace. Yeah, like I said, 
I am so excited to have my girl Candace on the podcast today. Candace is become a very good friend. She is a client for almost, gosh, like what, close to almost uh, eight months, a year now. It's so crazy how fast time flies. And I'm so grateful that you said yes to being able to do this today because I think it's so interesting when I listen to other people's podcasts. I love listening, honestly, selfishly. I love listening to my coach and her clients because I'm always so curious, like why, what do they talk about? Like, what is the difference between me and my coaching relationship? And when I said to you on a coaching call one day, I was like, I would just love to have you on the podcast because we were jamming on gratitude and your positivity and your superpowers and all the things. And I was like, do you want to just come on the podcast? And you said, yes. So I am so grateful that you're here. Tell everyone, I gave everyone like a brief rundown of who you are, but tell everyone from your perspective of who you are and why you're so lovely. (laughs) Oh gosh. Thank you. Um, okay. So here I go. Um, I am a host of the podcast, all things relatable launching May 25th. So that is coming out. Um, and I just practice gratitude, believe in, uh, the daily practice of gratitude and self-love and doing all the things, all the work to, live the life that I love. So loving the journey along the way, and then also working to uh, live the life that I want to jump out of bed every morning for. The the life that I once thought was not there for me. Like I would always say in my next life, in my next life, in my next life. And then one day I'm like, okay, Candice, seriously? I don't know if there's any next life. So you better do the things and, you know, put in the work and figure out how to make all of these dreams a reality in this life. So I'm just always chasing after my, my dream because I dream big and I believe that anything is possible. Um, pigs can fly. Go find the Doritos commercial. Pigs can fly. You just have to think outside the box. A man's been on the moon and there's the internet. Those are my three. So like if those things can happen, then whatever I want to happen, like I know it's possible. So that's kind of what, how I show up. Like I live the simple life, but I want the good life. So I'm just always trying to chase down and nail nail my dreams and uh, doing the work to make it happen and figure out how. Oh my gosh. Well, clearly in the first like two minutes of this podcast, you can tell exactly why I've had Candace on here today because you are just an amazing human being. So you and I met, I was speaking in a uh, group, uh, someone invited me to speak in their group and you just said, oh my gosh, I connected so much with you. And we jumped on a discovery call. You became a one-on-one client. Then you went through my mastermind and then um, didn't want the journey to end. So we are now one-on-one coaching experience again. And like you said, you have your podcast, All Things Relatable, which you guys must check out. Candace has created so many amazing interviews so, so far. And she is telling stories from people that all throughout life that have really resonate with 
every single human being on the planet. And I know that this podcast is going to leave such a, a lasting mark. But the reason why I think you've left a lasting mark on all of the people in our last mastermind round was the fact that you are truly one of the happiest people um, that I've probably come across. I told you this when we first started working together that your superpower by far far, by far, by far is your gratitude and your happiness and your positive attitude. And I want you to kind of elaborate on that because I think oftentimes people who are listening to this podcast would think, oh yeah, she was just born that way. Uh, I'd love for you to kind of talk about the reality of that and why it is that you've decided to be such a positive person. Wow. Okay. So I've thought about this a little bit thinking where, okay, first I think I've always had it in me. Like growing up, I've always been that person. Um, okay. I haven't really shared this before, but years and years ago, I was at my grandma's house and she kept old Christmas letters. You know, the Christmas letter that would go on the Christmas card that she sent every year. So my gosh, I must've been like 10, 11, 12. I don't even know. I was young. And I read the Christmas card. And so one of the things that she said about her granddaughter, me, was that I could light up any Scrooge's heart. Like oh. I was that person. Like I was this kid that it didn't matter like how bad a day you were having, what was going on, I would light up Scrooge's heart. And so I've always kind of like been that way, shown up with joy, had the excitement. But I mean, it also takes a realization and work, I think, too. So growing up, growing up, been through all the stuff and then into adulthood. I don't know what it is that sparked this, but I look back to my gratitude journal because 2015, I think, is when I actually started it. And I don't know the actual cause of it, but. I wrote in my little book, like it's all the simple things that create a life of joy. And I just started keeping track. And then in teaching, um, I noticed like in today's society, people want instant gratification all the time. Like when I was a kid, you would save up for like two years to get a Nintendo. Oh girl, I know, right? Like where did that disappear to? Like, it's so crazy. Like if, if our internet doesn't load in three and a half seconds, we're throwing the computer out the, out the window, right? Like, oh my God, I totally agree. I know everyone is resonating with this. Go on. I know. Like, it was like, you wanted a Nintendo? You save 50 bucks from your birthday. You did the chores. You did the things. You put in all the work and you purchased it with your own money and you appreciated it because you worked so hard for it. Now today, uh, like kids are getting like $400 machines, phones, this, that, and they're just being gifted with it. And there's no, um, no work behind it and no appreciation, no gratitude for it. So in teaching something that popped up that I, I saw is like, kids just want everything and they don't want to put in the work and they're not being grateful. So like I started doing my gratitude journal and I would write three things I'm grateful for every day and I'm visual. So I would draw little pictures because I want to go back and look to the picture. So I started doing that. And then I was like, well, if I'm seeing this in our kids and our kids are our future, I have to model and show them what 
what there is to be grateful for. So then I started introducing it in my class every year. the, The first day, everybody gets a gratitude journal and we write three things we're grateful for. Um, and it is the most beautiful thing to see kids start to like, I'm grateful that I got to spend time with my parents. I'm grateful for a warm house. I'm grateful for the sunny day. I'm great. Like, and I'm like, when I model, it's like, you know, most of us complain about the rain, but I'm like, oh, it's so cool to see like earthworms when the rain comes out or jump in puddles or feel the rain on your face. So it's like all of these things that people might think are negative. I will find a way to bring out the positivity in it. And I just see the shift in kids and the shift in myself. Um, But then one key missing piece that I noticed, and this is so, so, so important, is self-love. So, yeah. I know, by the way, going back to that, I'm sure you had like the biggest lineup ever from people being like, oh my gosh, can my kids get in Mrs. Dunaway's class? Like I would literally like move heaven and hell to have had my kids in that class because like, yes, I'm as most of the listeners know, I don't have children. That's definitely by choice. But at the same time too, like if I did, and I know totally everything that how your life is completely changed by the power of your mind, by the power of gratitude. I would move heaven and hell to have my kids in your class. Oh, I love that. Thank you. And if like, I've got some feedback from it. Like if I leave one thing in my whole year, spending time with a kid, the one thing that I want them to be able to take away is that gratitude and self-love. Like if they can walk away from my class, learning nothing else, I would be so happy because it is your mindset that is going to carry you through life and all the other stuff, stuff. You can get those skills at any time, but your mindset, I believe that it's just such a gift to get it at such a young age because I didn't have it. And, you know, if we instill that in our kids at a young age, we're just going to prepare them to uh, get through life um, and all the hurdles that come in such Uh, Oh my gosh. Isn't that true? Like, I mean, even in our mastermind this past year, the youngest participant was 25 and all of us were like jumping up and down. Like there was a woman in our mastermind who was close to 60 and she's like, Oh my God, had I been able to get this at 25, my life would be completely different. I think the youngest person I've ever had in my mastermind one time was 23 years old. And I've had all the way up to late sixties. And I think it is so, so powerful when someone can get it young and you're teaching these kids at like, what are you grade one right now? Yeah. <laughs> like unbelievable, unbelievable. I a hundred percent agree with you. Like you can pitch the whole entire curriculum. Yes. They got to learn how to read and like all that kind of stuff, but I'm sure like our phones can teach you, but like at the end of the day, that is the thing that like, so, so matter that will change the trajectory of a child's life. Even if a child can't read and can't do math, I know this is stupid, but even if a child can't read and can't do math and they have such love for them for themselves and such belief that everything is happening for them, guess what? A child who can't read and can't do math is going to have a kick-ass life because they will be so positive and figure it out and they love themselves along the way. Like that is a stupid analogy, but that is actually probably true. (laughs) No, I a hundred percent agree. A hundred percent true. And I mean, I can teach kids how to read and I can teach kids how to write and I'll do the things. But the thing for me 
Yeah. Like my passion is just gratitude. And I just want to go back to the self-love piece because this is the key missing piece. You can be grateful until the cows come home, but if you don't love yourself and you don't appreciate yourself, it doesn't, that's the dots don't connect. Like mm-hmm. I just think as an adult, like sometimes for me, it was so hard to take a compliment People would give me a compliment and be like, oh, yeah, but this. Oh, yeah, but this. And then I don't know what it is, but I'm like, no, no, no. Like, you've got to appreciate all of the great things about you. It's got to come from you. Um, So then I started adding to my gratitude one every day. Like, what do you love about yourself? So it'd be like, as adults, if somebody came up to you and were like, what's so great about you? What do you love about yourself? We're so like oh, well, maybe, I don't know, let me think. But now I'm like, well, I love that I'm brave. I love that I'm inspiring. I love that I am a good friend. I will show up and I'll give you this the shirt off my back. I love that I'm funny. And so that is such an important piece also. And even with kids, like hearing them talk about like, oh, I'm athletic. Oh, I'm good at writing. I love that, um, I'm a good big brother or whatever it is like that piece is so important too, because you have to be the one to love yourself. Like it doesn't matter what anybody else says. Somebody could come up to me today and give me a hundred amazing compliments. But if I don't believe it and I don't see it in myself first, then it doesn't really even matter or have like that big of effect. Right. Cause you have to see it in you. That is so good, Candace. And it is so, so true. I, I actually, um, I remember one of my podcast guests, one of the guys who's made the biggest impact in my life, his name is Justin Pointer. And one thing that he did for me in the beginning of my transformation journey. So if you listen to that podcast, you'll, I kind of talked about it, but when I started getting to know him and I started to work with him, he always told me like subconsciously, and I actually really try to do this with my clients oftentimes now is subconsciously pick one thing that I think is like kind of like their superpower. The one thing that I think is like really important for them to realize about themselves. But Justin did that for me. He always told me, he's like, you are so strong. He's like, you are so strong. You are always so strong. Like you have this strongness to you. And it's amazing what happens when someone you respect, AKA you as a teacher to a young child and me as a person who puts such respect in another human being was being told something. He's like, you're so strong. And you tell your kids that all the time and you allow them to understand that it's not a negative. And I, I love what you talked about there because so often in times in life now, like when I say like, I trigger so many people because I'm like, no, 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 I'm the fucking best at this hands down. No question. And am I truthfully the best in the world at it? Who fucking knows? Probably not. But at the end of the day, as long as I believe I am, then I can convince everyone else that I am too. And there's such power in that. So we look at it as a negative thing, like, Oh, that's cocky or, you know, too big. And how is that like if we if if you believe we're a child of God and if you believe that you are worthy and if you believe that you're put here for a reason, God looks at you like that. God's going, oh my gosh, you are so strong, so worthy, so beautiful, so all the things, like so positive, so funny. And like we should believe those things about ourselves. So I think you're doing just such a beautiful job instilling that in children. And also, too, in this past semester of our mastermind, one of the things that I make you guys do, which so many people get so nervous about, but I actually think it's one of the biggest game changers in confidence is 
each one of the members of a master of my masterminds have to lead a call. And during your call, one of the things that you said, and even you said it in our group chat is let's not talk about what we're grateful for this week. Let's talk about what we love about ourselves. And every woman in the group, I'm sure it was uncomfortable for some of those women to say what they were actually loved about themselves. And it was such a switch. And I know so many of them are now adding that to their daily gratitude of what do they love about themselves? Mm, I know it's, I think I love seeing it in adults too, because I know the impact and the change that it can have in our life. Like it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm the type of person I'm going to be like 95 and still growing and learning and getting better and changing my perspective with different views and different conversations. So I don't believe like how incredible that you can, somebody can start this at such a young age, but it is never, ever too old to change your mindset. And I just want to go back to one thing that you said, because you're, you're very triggering to people because of your confidence. And I think also I am very triggering for some people because of my gratitude. Mm-hmm. Like it is not received well a lot, but I've just come to the point where like, I am just showing up as myself. This is who I am. This is what I have to bring to the world. You find me the biggest problem. I will find you the silver lining. And like I said, I will still hold f- space for whatever crappy, terrible, heartbreaking thing is happening because like you have to hold space for those feelings and you, you know, not everything is sunshine and rainbows. So it's not that I don't hold space for the crap. It's just that we need to get back and find the gratitude. So I, I, I find people sometimes fall away because of the way that I show up in gratitude and self-love and um, always looking for the good. And if you're not at that point where you always want to find the negative and the negative and the negative and the negative, well, I will always find you a positive. So some of those people <laughs> I am so super triggering for, and I get that too. So I just think it's funny how there's certain things about our personalities or who we are that really rub people the wrong way. And, but you cannot dull your light or dull your sparkle because somebody else doesn't love it. If that is who you are and what you're passionate about, you still have to show up even though some people might fall away or might not like it. So Mm, yes, praise the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. I love it. And you are a hundred percent bang on. If you guys, if you did not hear that, I want you to hit the back button and listen to that again, because you cannot dim yourself for others. And the thing that both Candace and I trigger people, my confidence, um, my passion is triggering to some, her positivity, her gratitude is triggering to some. That is actually not about either one of us. That is about the other person. 90% of people who maybe not 90%, but I I definitely think it's at least 50% of people who work with me either They love me from the beginning or they hate me from the beginning. One of my clients who's worked with me for like two years now, she will tell you she's had tons of success with me. She will say that, you know, she's made 
ton of money being working with me as her coach for the last couple of years. But she will tell you when she first met me, she could not stand me. She was so triggered by my like confident attitude. She was so triggered by like my vibration, basically, that she was like, I want nothing to do with you. And I think that there's so much brilliance in a person when they, and I've had to do this with myself. Why am I triggered by someone else? Because usually it's not someone else. It's exactly something that I am lacking in myself, or I have an insecurity in myself. And she said, the number one reason why I hired you is because I hated it in the beginning, but I realized that it was exactly what I wanted. And that is exactly the thing with you. I can totally understand where People who do not have your personality of always chasing the gratitude of always finding the positive are so triggered by you going, going, her life is so, um, so like, I am so triggering to someone who has dealt with an insecurity when it comes to like confidence and, you know, positivity and all the things. And you're so triggering to someone who can never find the gratitude in anything. And I think that that's exactly what people want is to actually have that quality for themselves. So when they see it in someone else, they're so triggered by that other person because they're like, oh my God, they've never had a problem in their life. And that's something that probably people think about you all the time is that you've never had a problem in your life and that your life has always been roses and that everything's always been so easy for you because you're always so positive. And that can be triggering. But I think the main thing here, and I was talking to another client about that this week is the fact that like, For you, it's just a decision. You have decided that that's the way you're going to be. And I think that when other people realize that that is a trigger for them, they too can realize that it is a decision. My confidence is a decision. Your positivity, your gratitude is a decision. Yes. And I just decide to show up that way. And here's the thing. It can be uncomfortable in the beginning when you are making change and that is not the way you normally show up, but you want to, you know, grow and do better. It might not be comfortable at first. It might be really, really, really uncomfortable, but you just have to step in and keep showing up if that is something that you want in your life. If it's something that you're not interested in, then just keep, you know, keep going on your path or doing your thing. But If it's something that's triggering for you and bothers you so much, but you know you want to add it to your life, then you just have to realize um, once you decide to make the decision and put in the work, it might be uncomfortable for a while because it's new and it's unknown and it's not something that you've done. So um, making the changes can be scary, but what you get from them is so worth it. Oh, I love that. And it's so true. So like you have, you met me while I was speaking in a group, like we said in the beginning, you met me. And I think that this is really helpful for people to understand because they're listening to this podcast and they're going, I've never worked with a coach before. I don't even really know what a mastermind is. Why would I do something like this? Like, why would I spend that money? Why would I put myself in that uncomfortable situation? What am I actually going to get out of it? And so you met me when I was speaking in a group and then you said, you know what? I really, you jumped on a call with me, which is number one. That's a scary step too. If you've never jumped on a call with anyone and then you've entered in all of the programs, you've done all the things. So tell me like, what was the decision that made you say, like, I'm going to do this really scary thing. And I have absolutely no idea why I'm doing it, but I know that I need to do it. 
Yes. Okay. So I've told you this before, and I'm just going to say it again because everybody needs to know. So when I was on that group call and Christina was talking, like the call was recorded. So I watched it three times. (laughs) Like I love your energy. I love your vibe. I was craving that. Like when I'm like, oh my gosh, who is this girl? Okay. And one thing that you said, I'm like, people want to be seen, known, heard, and understood. Like human connection is the one thing that everybody craves, loves, that creates a joyful life. Like, you know, the richest people can be the most unhappy people. The poorest people can be the happiest if you have connection. So one thing you said on this call, I mean, I loved everything about the call, but you're like, if you message me, I will message you back. I message everybody back. And then I just loved your vibe and your energy. So I knew that if I messaged you, that you would message me back. And I was interested. I'm like, I knew you said you had the coaching, you had some spots available. I loved your vibe, wanted to hang around you more. So I'm like, what is this about? Got on a call. And I think for some people it can be scary, but I love that you can show up as you. Like you don't have to be like done up to the nines, have your makeup done, have your hair done. You can just like show up as yourself and that is perfect Um, because I think that's scary for people. And for me the first time too, I'm like, oh shit, like I'm rushing home from work to get on this call because our call was when it worked for work. Like my hair is a freaking disaster. But then we just got on the call and it's just real, right? So but I think, thank you for pointing that out because I actually think that that's true. Like if you feel like you have to be someone different for a coaching experience and whether like in the beginning, you're just jumping on a discovery call just to kind of like connect to see if our vibe is right. Here's what I know about me. I've gotten to the point in my career that I really truly if I don't feel a vibration or if I feel so out of alignment with someone, or if I feel that there's someone better than me for that person, I will never try to convince someone about to join any of my programs. I truly do believe if I believe that I can serve you, I will 100% do whatever under my power to sell you into what I've got, because I believe I can change your life. But I also have told people this a thousand times too, like, I don't need your money. Like there is zero chance in hell that any amount of money I will take from to be out of alignment in my group. I have said no to so many people because like, I know that like five, $10,000 is not worth chant, like changing any vibration that I have in my groups. I want them to be like so cohesive. And like, even if you don't feel like you're going to be a part, you're always going to walk away with like, you're going to get something out of it. So thank you for saying that because I, I want people to realize that like there, you don't have to be anyone but you. And if you're trying to be anyone but you, it's probably not going to work. And that's what I said when I, okay. So then I jumped into coaching with you and here's the thing. I have these big, massive dreams. I mean, the year before I resigned, moved away, didn't have like, just went for, um, the lifestyle that I wanted. I wanted the mountains and the lake and the accessibility to the outdoors. And like, I just jumped in and did it. And I had these big dreams and the stars didn't align. And then I, uh, saw you on the call, got in the discovery call. And I'm like, okay, like I still have these dreams. Like 
It didn't work that way. I'm making it happen. I need to be around somebody who like believes in this. And um, because I know inside of me that like it's going to work and it's going to happen. I just didn't know the action steps or like, you know, the accountability pieces, the things to do. It's just like, I don't know the things to do. I just know what's going to happen. So I need someone to help get me there and be around. And I wanted to be around these high vibe people. So I was like, got on my first discovery call and like, sign me up. And then you said something about the mastermind. I'm like, okay, sign me up for that too. I don't even know what it, I honestly didn't even know what it is. I'm just like, sign me up please for that too. I'll go into that. And I mean, that decision has been so transformational. Um, because I, everybody has it inside of me and I was ready, but I just needed that tribe, that group, that vibe, um, surrounding me so that when I take all this action and do the things that I'm just going to keep going and not giving up. And you talk about long game, like I'm just going to keep doing the things. And if I, I mean, I did it in the past. I, I tried something and it, I hated it. But thank God I tried it and jumped in and hated it because d- d- down this path, like I'm just figuring it out. And if I get to a point where I'm like, mm, I don't love this. It actually doesn't light me up. It doesn't serve me. Well, then it's just going to lead me into a different direction. So I'm not stopping. I'm just kind of being guided and led down this path and having all of these incredible women that are so diverse in this group. Like I love diversity. You know me, I love conversations and digging deep. And I, one thing that I love about like my tribe or group of people, even growing up, like we would go to the a restaurant and we'd all meet up. And sometimes you see like, it's almost like a cloned group of people where you're like, they look the same, they act the same. You know, you start talking the same sometimes when you hang around the different people, they talk the same, they this the same, they think the same. But my group of people has always been like, we go to a restaurant, someone would show up in a trucker hat. Someone would show up in a prom dress. Someone would, <laughs> my one girlfriend took off her moto helmet. She was like, a, had a street bike at the time. And it was just like this collection of incredible women who are so diverse that have so much to bring to the table. So many different perspectives that don't always agree, think differently, lead different lives. And I feel like that is also the mastermind. It is like these group of women that are so incredible, that just vibe high together, that are so different. And I love that. That is something that is so important to me, that all of that different perspective. So- no, I just love that. And I didn't mean to put you up there because I definitely do believe that this is true is that I look at a mastermind, like, especially even my business mastermind, which is a smaller group of people, people who are very clear on like where they're going and things like that. And I've looked at the mastermind that you were in and the one that we're, you know, opening up in June. And it's interesting because I do believe that not every person believes that they are the magical women that we're talking about in this circle. And I think that is the one thing that people kind of um, forget is that they are the magical people that we're talking about. 
because so many people, I, I always say, you want to be connected with a vibe of high, high vibe women. And the thing is that their, their answer is always yes. I want these women in my life, but a lot of them don't feel like they are the high vibe women. And so many people who just are willing to take that one step of going, fuck, I'm scared to death to do this. Every person who gets in this mastermind goes, oh, fuck, we're all exactly the same. You guys, I have experienced this. Candace has experienced this. Every woman who has ever been a part of my mastermind, hundreds of women over the years, every one of them will say, oh my God, I was so afraid I wasn't going to fit in. And it just takes that tiny bit of faith to go, I want to be the high vibe woman. Am I the high vibe woman? I don't know if I'm the high vibe woman. I think I want to be the high vibe woman. Like, do you believe that that's true? I do. And there's one thing too, that like just came up when you said that. I think as long as you show up authentic, like you to be a high vibe, I think there's a misconception a little bit about like some people might think like to be high vibe. It's like, yeah, exciting, like bouncing off your chair. And it's like, no, like that, you know, that can be high vibe, but to be high vibe doesn't mean you have to be like this energetic, throw your hands in the air, be bounce, you know, as long as you show up authentically. And that is hard for people because when you show up as yourself and you feel rejected, then that is like a knife to the heart. But if you don't show up completely authentically, then it's like, oh, well, that wasn't really me. So as long as you show up authentically, you can be quiet. You can be an introvert. You can be like, type a or you know all these things that everybody isn't you, you as long as you show up as yourself i think that brings the high vibe and you're willing to get uncomfortable and do the things and dive in um to discover what it is like everybody has something and even though your something is this and my something is this everybody has something to bring to the table that's so incredible sometimes uh it's the comparison it's the comparison yeah. because sometimes you want what somebody else has and that's just not you you can you know start to do the things to create you know if you're not maybe very uh grateful you can do the things and you can start to change and become that person or with the confidence or these qualities that you want but just showing up as yourself and bringing what you have is good enough. So Amen. I think, yeah, no, I love it. And it's so true. Like, and I love that you pointed that out just because I am like, so extroverted off the walls, loud, kind of like veins pop out of my neck. I've had women over the years that like literally barely turn on their camera and say hello. And they are such a magical part of the group. Like it wouldn't be the group without that. And they've gotten so much out of it. And you, and like you said, you just have to show up as your yourself and you have to decide. You just have to decide that you want something different. Like I decided I was going to be confident. I decided that I was going to live this magical life. You decided that you were going to live a magical life. You decided that you were going to always be grateful and be positive. And that was going to be your superpower. Neither one of us were born with these characteristics, but we decided it. You know, I have just loved today chatting with you. I think it's been so amazing. I know so many people are going to take so much out of this. I know that 
you know, Candace will probably not be teaching forever and ever. So um, you can't have your kids a part of her class, <laughs> but you can listen to her podcast. You can go to her vision board uh, seminars. You can follow her and you will get so much out of it. And I'm so grateful to know you. I'm so grateful that you have been on this journey with me. I learned so much from you every single time. And um, thanks for being here today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's always incredible. I always love every minute. Ah, me too. You guys be sure to check out Candace's podcast, all things relatable found all the places where you find this podcast. Have a good one. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also head on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that'll help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.